Hi everyone. Welcome to Cancer Healing Journey Talks. Myself Sonali Modi from Community Outreach Team of Zenonco.io and Love Heals Cancer. Cancer Healing Journey Talks help cancer survivors and caregivers to share their journey with vast number of other caregivers and survivors. It also inspires and motivates them for the faster recovery. Firstly, I would like to introduce you to today's speaker, Mr. Pat Simons. He is a cancer survivor. I am happy that you are here with us, sir, today to share your journey. So over to you, sir. Please start with your introduction. Yeah, my name is Pat Simmons, uh, and my main focus uh, in life at this uh, stage is my nonprofit, which is called Bikes for Christ. Bicycles uh, to organizations that work with people in need so they can get around, get to doctor's appointments, or a kid can get to school. That's what our focus is on right now. I also have a background as a uh, longtime singer-songwriter um, and do a lot of marketing as well. Okay, so what cancer type it was and at what stage it got diagnosed? So I was diagnosed with uh, kidney cancer and it was diagnosed as uh, stage one. Okay, so what were the symptoms and how it got diagnosed? Well, I was, everybody asked me, you know, how did they find it? Talking about the doctor, doctors didn't find it. I was the one that discovered I had it. I felt like I uh, had pulled something in my abdominal section. The first time I felt it, I was at, at the gym working out and I was doing presses like this and I felt something in my abdominal section. Well, as time went along, and this was a very quick process, as time went along, it persisted. It didn't go away. And I actually felt like whatever was inside of me was growing. So at that point, you know, I decided to go to my primary care doctor. Okay. So what was the first reaction when you got to know that you were diagnosed with cancer and how your family took this news? Um, yeah. So I went to the primary care doctor and that began a course of series of, uh, I guess the first was ultrasound and then MRI. And at that point, they wanted me to see a urologist. The urologist they wanted me to see couldn't get me in for almost a month out. So I went to the uh, practice where my, uh, my mom goes and uh, got in with a great doctor named Dr. Drew Palmer. And uh, yeah, it's kind of, you know, I kind of prepared myself for the, you prepare for the worst, I guess. Um, so when I heard that I had cancer, I kind of came to the acceptance, yeah, that that's where this whole thing was going. Um, when I got the scans back and he should, and we're going over them, he's saying, well, this is a cyst right now. There's nothing you have to, we're not going to worry about this, but this is an encapsulated mass inside of your right kidney and there's almost basically at that point he said there was a, a 70 80 percent chance that it was cancerous they didn't biopsy it we're just going to go with that um and at that point we set the uh we set a date to do surgery okay so what treatment you underwent um the exact type of treatment, I don't, I don't remember the exact procedure, but basic, it was laparoscopic surgery. 
um, they were able to go in, remove the encapsulated mass. Um, I spent a total of three nights in the hospital, and um, I, I'm not a per I'm not a person that normally I'm a healthy person. So yeah. being stuck in the hospital for three days was not me. Plus, with the type of surgery they do, uh, it's abdominal surgery, so they have to blow you up with all this gas. And then mm -hmm. your body has to slow, <laughs> slowly yeah. come back. You've got the trauma from the surgery as well, the swelling from that. Um, mm -hmm. So that was, that was not fun at all. Um, mm -hmm. But after three days, I was cleared. My creatinine levels had came back down which told them that what 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 was the rest of my kidney was still there was working correctly um and then i came home after the third day okay and did you find any alternative treatment no i did not seek alternative treatment i went back to the doctor in two weeks by then they'd got the the, the pathology and the operative, uh, all that stuff back, and I was pronounced cancer-free and would not need any radiation or chemotherapy. Okay, so how did you manage your emotional well-being? Uh, God, <laughs> prayer. I had a, uh, I, I had a lot of, lot of uh, prayer warriors. I knew there were a lot of people. Um, mm just watching out for me, praying for me, had me in their thoughts. In fact, right as you started the recording on this, somebody dinged in through Facebook wondering how I was feeling and I had to like put it down by the side. I'll have to follow back up with yeah. them, get done, you know. Um, but here it is, you know, seven weeks later and I've still got people reaching out to see how mm -hmm. I'm doing and it really means a lot. Yes, so who was your support system during those times? Uh, my, my main support system was definitely my mom because I'm, uh, unfortunately, I'm a single guy um, and uh, no wife or girlfriend or kids. Um, but yeah, so it was my mom, my dad. Um, they, they were, they were the, the main ones, um, most definitely. So how was the experience with the doctors and other medical staff? That was great. Um, <laughs> that, leads, that leads to a whole nother story, uh, but it's a good story, so I'll share it. I had been uh, chatting through a dating site okay. with this, and we had been chatting for a while, but she was very busy. I was busy. We just hadn't had a chance to get together. Well, here I go, and I get diagnosed with this cancer, and we set it up at the hospital where the surgery is going to be she's actually the head nurse on the floor that i'm going to be placed in after surgery so it was like she made sure that the people there knew and she's made sure that they knew to watch over me so i felt like i had this angel mm -hmm. kind of watching me the whole time that i was there uh in the hospital and it was and, and the care, the care I got in the hospital was was just 
phenomenal. I mean, it, it really was. This was at uh, St. Joseph's Hospital in, in Tampa, Florida, the USA, of course. So what were the things that helped you and made you happy on this journey? Well, uh, above all else, uh, my, 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 my faith in God, because uh, it would have been a lot scarier if I didn't have any, any um, one to take my troubles to, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, I've just got, I, I'm a blessed man. I have a ton of family and friends because I live, I still live in the area where I'm born and raised. So I know a lot of people and I, you know, I didn't say any, it, this was a very quick journey. The whole process from diagnosis to surgery mm. was only months. And, you know, mm -hmm. I really didn't say anything to anybody you know, about how I was feeling until I actually got the diagnosis and knew, okay, I, I have been diagnosed with cancer. I'm going to have surgery. Um, but just, just having all those family and friends, um, that, that's huge. That's huge yes. when you're facing something like this. Yes. So how you felt when you first heard that you are cancer free? Oh, grateful. <laughs> just elated um and 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 plus the yeah plus the fact you know at this point um everything looks good um so i went back to the doctor i guess it was yeah it was in september and so my next appointment with him is in december i get scans done before i go back um and then we kind of set you know kind of set a plan and from there on out, but yeah, just, just grateful to, to be where I'm at. Okay. So, you know, there are days when you feel that it's too much to handle, but you still don't give up. So what was the thing that motivated and kept you going on such days? What, what kept me going? Yes. On such difficult days. Well, just, again, just, uh, You know my faith in God, um, and just and just knowing that I had a lot of people um, praying for me and okay. rooting for me, and uh, you know I it, I had this feeling that everything was going to be all right. Um, I kind of made that my only option. Everything was going to be all right. That I think that's really the only way that that you can that you can look at it in a positive uh, way is, is, is to look at it like every, everything's going to work out for the best. And that's, that's the way I approach things. Yes. So did you make any lifestyle changes during or after the treatment? Uh, no, no, uh, because I'm a pretty healthy person and I, okay. I've got a regular workout, uh, regiment that I do. So I'm doing something uh, physical wise every day to stay in shape. Um, the hardest part was after the surgery where all I was cleared to do was walk uh, for the first four weeks. And that, that was the hard part because I'm used to being, to, to doing stuff. And, and doctor said, all you can do is walk. I go, well, what happens if I don't follow that? And he said, internal bleeding or hernias. I said, okay, I'll, I'll just walk. 
because <laughs> I, I don't want to cause any bad stuff. Um, did I stuck with the plan of walking. And then three weeks ago, I was, I'm slowly easing back into my working out, going to the gym, lifting, doing some other machines and stuff like that, and just trying to get back to normal. So do you think that cancer has changed you in a positive way? Um, well, yeah, um, def definitely. Um, the, the great thing, I guess the great thing I can say is I, I've been through it now. I can empathize with others um, that are having having to go through this and, and offer some encouraging advice to them. Okay. So what life lessons you got from your cancer journey? Don't get cancer again. No. <laughs> life is, well, just, just to cherish every day, you know, we're not promised tomorrow and make the best out of uh, the time that I do have here because I feel like I've got a lot of work to do and God, God's not done with me yet. So that, that's pretty much, pretty much it. Okay. So how was actually your life after cancer? Um, at this point, it's, it's pretty much back to normal, uh, except for the, um, the still easing back in, uh, physical wise with the stuff that I'm doing, but pretty much I'm back to normal. Okay. So have you ever asked yourself this question that why me, why I have got cancer? And if yes, then how you cope up with this thought? Um, no, I, not that. But when, um, when I did go back for the follow-up with the doctor, I asked, mm -hmm. is there anything that I could have done differently to prevent this? And is there anything I can do going forward to prevent it? And he basically said, no, you know, there's not, there's really nothing you could have done because I asked him about some of the supplements that I, I take, you know, for working out that I, or that I'd been taking because I'd seen links to can that they could possibly have links to cancer. And he was like, no, he's like, this was, this, this was just something that happened. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's nothing you could avoid. And, you know, going, you know, going forward, I mean, there's really nothing you can do to, you know, pr yeah. prevent coming back or, you know, just, yeah. I mean, so that's where so, I'm at with it. Yeah. So what would be a message to other cancer patients and caregivers? Well, just stay positive. Um, pray. Prayer is huge. Um, surround yourself with a good support system. Um, and just, uh, yeah, just stay as positive as possible and, and think of the best possible outcome. Um, because you, you have to. That, that's that's the way that I felt about mine. You know, I never I never felt doom and gloom. I, I always felt like there was going to be the sun was going to be shining on the other side of it. Mm, yes. So, you know, it is said that art or any creative thing works as healing. So have you tried any such thing uh, on your journey? 
as far as what art or any creative thing you have tried in your cancer journey that worked as healing for you um no at this point the only thing i'm doing is i'm putting scar cream on where my scars are at but they're they're really not that bad because uh, it, with the exception of one uh just because everything was laparoscopic um but no not 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 really okay so how did you overcome your fear of treatment or side effects well i suffer from anxiety <laughs> see i'm dead on i tell you this stuff i suffer from anxiety already so luckily i had some xanax that i could take to help calm my nerves when i was uh going through uh some of these doctors appointments and procedures especially in the time of covid hmm. um you know you go into here uh right now we're not under any type of mask mandate or stuff like that but when you do go into a doctor's office or a hospital or to get scans done and stuff you have to put the mask on and i mean if you're someone that suffers from anxiety already and now you're dealing with a cancer diagnosis hmm. that can that can really weigh down on you so yeah i mean i i took xanax for that um but um i think i answered your question yes so when did you think that you can beat this disease or was this belief always there with you i felt i felt positive from the beginning um of of um i i guess i didn't know any other way to feel mm -hmm. um, i i yeah i i don't i'd never i never had any doubts and i think if anyone's dealing with this don't ever ever give up hope you know pray mm. for the best deal for the deal you know pray for the best you know prepare for the worst but go forward with the best that you got and and hope for the best outcome on the other side yes so did you join any support group and like and what is the importance of such support groups um i did not i i i did not join any support groups because like i was saying i have i have just a, a huge uh group of family and friends mm. and family that i knew were there for me um so i already had a built-in support group i didn't i, I didn't really need anything anything yeah. else goodness yeah. So at zenonco.io, we help cancer patients uh, through means in the journey throughout the journey from diagnosis to forever. So, what do you think about our work? What do I think about what? What do you think about our work, Zenonco's work? Oh, I, I think I think that this is great what you're doing, uh, being able to um, share other people's stories, give people a place to come to and do more research uh, mm. about you know what they're dealing with be able to find um, you know other stories about people that have had the same type of cancer yeah. mm. and, and 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 to be able to give them hope 
I mean, I, I think I think that's incredible. I think it's very admirable um, thing that you're. So, do you have the fear of reoccurrence? And if yes, then how you deal with it? The fear of what? Reoccurrence of cancer. Um, the outlook for my type of cancer is very good. Okay. Uh, I, I go back in December. I, I get the scans done before then. And then we kind of set a plan from there. Um, right now, I, I don't have a fear of it. But knowing that I have had it, um, you know, I, I guess, I guess, you know, at, at this time, no, I'm just grateful to be on the other side of what I just went through mm -hmm. and try to live day to day the best that I can. Yeah. So what do you think about the stigmas attached to cancer and the importance of awareness for it? Um, well, I don't know of anybody that hasn't been affected by cancer in some way or another. Um, yeah, nobody wants to hear the C word. Nobody wants to know that they have cancer or been diagnosed with cancer. Um, something that you're going, if, if it does happen to you, um, be proactive about it. Like if you see, if you see a tumor growing on your body, don't just watch it grow. <laughs> Go and get it looked at right away. I think that's that's the most important thing is you know that I was proactive in all of this um, and and getting it looked at. You know, and I think that's the biggest thing is sometimes people just let things linger. And they let it from a stage one to a, a stage two. Um, and at the same time, I know other people know they have absolutely nothing wrong. They go in and they're at a stage three or four um, with whatever it is. And it's just, I mean, that, that's, that's hard. But yeah, if you, if you do know something's wrong, by all means, go get it looked at so you can get the treatment you need. Yes. So if you have to sum up your journey in one sentence, then what would that be? Well, one word, grateful. I'm, gra I'm, gra I'm grateful to be on the other side of this right now. Okay. Yeah. So thank you so much, Pat, for your valuable time. I am sure this session really motivates people out there who have traveled or been traveling through this cancer journey. So it was lovely having you here with us on this session. So once again, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.